Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. I want to remind you that we're all over social media. I mean, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, you know, our official website. And please note this, we're now at thestephennightshow.com. Before it was stephennightshow.webs.com, but now stephennightshow.com. Connect with us on there and let us know your thoughts, share your ideas, and uh, we definitely appreciate it. Now, uh, let's see. All right, uh, Chike, what's going on with you? Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. Is, I can see this ice we have. Oh, yeah. How is it up there? How is the weather? Disney on ice. That's what it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow, ice wow. everywhere. Mm, 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 mm. You know, I'm t- I keep telling you, I'm thinking about moving up that way. That's the only thing that would, <laughs> <laughs> that would uh, you know, whip everything. But we'll see. I laugh because you've been spoiled by that Atlanta weather. I have been. But you know what? The, the crazy thing about, about here, like, we got snow last week, last Wednesday, I believe. No more than an inch. I mean, the city shuts down. We were at a restaurant uh, for a business luncheon, and, I mean, they were closing down at 2 o'clock. You know, They're not everyone, for that life. They got all the businesses go. Everyone go home early. The mayor, um, <laughs> uh, Katine Reed, was telling everybody, you know, please, you can shut down early. Um, they uh, That morning on the news, they said we're going to get extreme amount of snow. Uh, one to three inches. I said, extreme? You know, I'm from Virginia. We get snow. <laughs> I mean, it was, just, it was interesting to me. But at least, you know, they don't want to see what happened last year. You know what I mean? Uh, where right, people right. were stuck in the cars for hours on end. So I definitely, and that's uh, funny because the opposite up here, uh, I work in the medical field, and right before we had our first major snowstorm, they sent out a uh-huh. mass email. We don't care what happens. You better right. be here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, we need we need y'all. <laughs> we right. need y'all. Yeah. So how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. I actually went to um, Chris uh, Scott's event, uh, Be the Change. Oh yeah, how was that? It was very good, very good, very um, inspiring. I actually did a, a conversations with Chica Evans on it, so uh, okay. you guys will hear me do my little interviews. Uh, about the program, and I didn't know that he started all of this just because he was a fan of Alicia Keys. Oh wow, wow! I wonder yeah, what the correlation was with that. Yeah, yeah, he was just a fan, and, and you know, I guess you know him and his fandom and his love for her, he embraced her cause. Oh wow, that's awesome! That's a, that's a good story. To do as an as an entertainer and someone with that platform, it's supposed to inspire people to want to be involved. So that that. Absolutely. That's big on his Absolutely. part and on Alicia Keys' part, yeah. yeah. Mr. Mr. Knight, can you please say that one more time so they really can hear it out there? Because that, that was really important. It's true. That's why you have your celebrity. You know, you have that voice and that platform, and you want to inspire people to get involved or to see what they can do to help out in their own Absolutely. life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's what your voice is for. But you yep. got here to cut you off. Our birthday girl, uh, Janera and Miss Parker, are celebrating birthday this week, but Miss. Uh, Parker's been getting fun in the sun in Miami this weekend. Happy birthday, Miss Parker. Thank you. Thank you. I'm paying for it now myself. I got back this morning and had to work, but um, it wasn't amazing yeah. the trip. Happy birthday I, to you. Uh, I saw the you. picture. You look awesome. 
I I celebrate the entire Pisces season, so y'all feel free to tell me that. Anytime during Pisces season, I'll be like, thank you. And even though my birthday was two, three weeks ago, I'll be like, thank you. So, yeah. But wait, 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 wait. Steven, can I just mention the bathing suit, that one bathing suit that she had on? Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Why are you hurting him like that? <laughs> that is so nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I try, you know, I try. Look, I, I was at one of my friend's house um, yesterday, and uh, I guess he was going through his phone on Facebook. He said, "You seen the show?" <laughs> I said, well, he showed me. He's like, "I gotta log on. I gotta like this picture. <laughs> I gotta like this." Picture. No, I, have, like I have to kill the game though. just a little bit, just a little bit. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Right. What all did y'all do? So we got I got there pretty early Friday and went out by the pool and got some sun. Um, by the time my friends got there, you know, if you know Florida or anything about Miami, it rains pretty much daily. Yeah. Exactly. Um, by the time we got there, it was raining, so we just went to dinner. We went out to a club. We had some other friends there, some guys we knew were in town for a conference. So uh, we went to a club that they had already set up for us, um, and we, we did that on Friday night. We called it our ratchet night because the club was a little <laughs> young. I mean, you know, I'm the youngest one in the group. They're all th- you know, right. they're over 30, 35, and so they were like, yeah, we are ratchet night. So Friday was our ratchet night. Saturday we had a really amazing dinner at this place called Barton. G and we went to this lounge afterwards, and then yesterday we did the um, we did Nikki Beach, which is like a lounge. Wow. Yeah, you just you lounge on the beach all day, and it's it's really nice to have a brunch out there as well. And yeah, last yeah. night, get out of this part of it. Last night, um, they wanted to go to the live. I don't know if you know anything about Miami live. Yeah. And we we stayed at the Fountain Blue. The live is mm-hmm. in the Fountain Blue nightclub in, in Miami. I was wow. trying to get out of it, but one of the girls that was there with us had never been to Miami, so obviously we wanted her to experience live as well. It took exactly. everything in me to get dressed and go to that club. <laughs> <laughs> Every single ounce of consideration, I was like, oh my God, I do not want to go. So we went and we actually left the club, went to the hotel, packed, and went to the airport. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and then I had to work, so I'm working on like two hours of sleep right now. I am tired, and I, and I, I just came back to the so... But it's a big birthday, thirty. So I had to do. Yeah. I had to do. It's actually Absolutely. Wednesday. But obviously, I can't celebrate too much on Wednesday. So right, I did it this right. Yeah, because your Wednesday and then Janera's on Friday. I mean, on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, she has Thursday. a week, she has a weekend birthday. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Are I'm you, glad you had a great time. You look great. Huh? Thank you. Thank you. Is she on? She's not on tonight. Um, she okay. had a very busy day. You know, she announced that uh, you, you were um, not only that because she had people in town, but uh, she announced that she's pregnant. She's pregnant, so. Oh, my awesome. God. I mm-hmm. missed that. Yeah. I meant to tell you. I meant to tell you. She needs to post a picture so I can see. Right. She needs to post a picture so I can see. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for yeah. her. Yeah. I am, too. I am, too. Well, that was great. That's great. Well, Chike and uh, Adam. Adam's not gonna be on tonight. So Chike, it's all you. What's going on in the world of movies? It's all me. I actually went to go see the Will Smith feature, Focus. Um, I, 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 I'm clapping my hands to Mr. Will Smith. That was a pretty good movie. Pretty good movie. movie. It put me in the the mindset of um, the Ocean movies, like Ocean Eleven, Ocean Twelve, but. Mm-hmm. 
it was more stylish. It had more, um, just more style to it. It was um, harder edged, not as comical as Ocean's. Okay. But Will Will, Will came through. Um, his Overbrook uh, production company has kicked out pretty decent movies over the years, and he continues to deliver with Focus. Focus is about um, a team of con artists, which him being the lead of the con artists, go around and they swindle people out of money. Um, I will tell you this. The movie does have a surprise ending, so pay attention, um, which I think is brilliantly written. And um, I definitely give it two thumbs up. Bravo for Mr. Will. Wow, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. There, there was an article out about um, some comments that he said about After Earth and him saying that it was probably his biggest disappointment in all the movies that he's ever made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm glad that this one's pretty good. Like, it's a strong movie. That's great. That's awesome. Welcome back, Will. Will Smith. You know, I know right? a lot of people, um, people just love Will Smith for some reason. You know, I think it's his personality and how it's a, it's a cross, you know, and also too, he gender. we grew he grew up with us like he yeah he he was a teenager and he's been with us ever since. Exactly. How old is he now? He's like in his forties. I know. He's in his forties. Yeah, pushing 40s. pushing to fifty. Yeah. 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 Wow. Can you believe Will Smith is gonna be fifty years old soon? <laughs> wow. Where time go? Right. Anything coming out you're looking forward to? Um, I can't say as of yet. We're just getting out of Oscar season. Um, right. I am looking at trailers. Uh, I haven't found anything yet that I want to talk about. Not really. Mm-hmm. But, okay. um, again, Terminator's coming up. I'm looking for the summer movie season, to tell you the truth. You know, when May hits, that's when all the big blockbusters are going to come out. Okay. So, between, okay. we're in March now, so they should start in April. All the summer movie trailers should start leaking out around April. Definitely okay. want to check out. Um, I just mentioned it. Um, Terminator. Terminator. Someone I'm going to yeah. check out. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm interested in how Arnold can keep coming back. How can yeah, that gonna, continuously he, happen? <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be awesome. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely see, huh? We'll definitely see what yes, he does. Absolutely. And I and I hear Sylvester Stallone is in works to do an Apollo Creed movie, basically mm. about you know his his arch. I don't want to say his arch enemy because they become friends, but his mm-hmm. his rival. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question. I was watching an interview. I know we talked last week about uh, Monique saying that um, Lee Daniels told her she was blacklisted from Hollywood because she didn't know how to play the game. And so I saw an interview that Lee Daniels did on CNN with Don Lemon, and he and he was saying that uh, during the whole Precious tour, you know, promo tour, Monique was making demanding, you know, making these outrageous demands and um, which put a bad taste in people's mouth and she was kind of difficult to work with but she did an interview as well on on CNN following up and they showed her the clip and she said that she didn't make any she said that she wished Don would ask them what were her demands because she said she didn't make any she said that that she had um, they asked her to fly out to was it France or somewhere for some film festival and um it was it was like her only time off because she was still doing her the you know the Monique show and she was doing tour, um, so she asked you know she decided to, to respectfully decline the invitation when the movie called her to do it, and so they called her a second time and said we upgraded your hotel room, 
And she was like, you know, we respectfully declined. You know, her husband, I guess, that he managed her. So then they called mm-hmm. the third time and said, what will it take for us? And, she said, and he said that the, her husband, were there any dollars, you know, associated with that? And they said, we would never pay anyone to, you know, for on a movie promotion tour. And so, which they understood, and they respectfully declined. And so she said that's the only thing. And she said the reason why is because she hadn't had a lot of chance time to spend with her husband and her and her uh, children. And also, you know, she said she only got paid fifty thousand dollars to do precious, which she didn't. She knew that going in, and it wasn't an issue. But you know, for her for them making demands for her to fly herself out to France, you know what I mean? It just didn't make sense for her. And so. Um, that was that was her comeback. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, a number of things, especially with that particular situation. Um, when actors get paid to do movies, they don't get paid to be in movies. Unless you're 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 high up there on the on the food chain. Right. You know, your name is your weight, you know. So some people get paid just to appear in a movie because of their status. But mm-hmm. For the most part, when you get paid, it's not to be in the movie. It's to do the promotional tours because that's where oh. the work is. Okay. Okay. The work is traveling around the country to country as they distribute the movie and as they release it. You have to be in that country to push that movie. So you're mm. traveling the world pushing this movie, and that's what you get paid for. With that mm. being said, Precious was an independent movie when it first released. So, of course, right. Monique wasn't getting big movie budget money to do a tour. They didn't know that it was going to be the b- huge hit that it was when they released right. it. They were hoping mm-hmm. that it was going to be a good piece of art and it just blew up. So right. you got paid minuscule money off of a movie that became huge. Sometimes what actors do and their contractors work out back in. So that back means in, right. movie yeah. makes a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. they'll get paid more. Well, yeah. I guess her contract wasn't like that, so she didn't get that extra money that she was looking for. But in my opinion, to answer your question, I think she was obligated to go because she was in the movie. And I, and and I understand I about... Can I throw yeah, I want to ask Stephen this. Stephen, do you think, Monique, it, just from just from our outside interpretation or impression of her, um, do you think she's an easy person to work with? Seriously. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not, and I'm not claiming anything because I don't know her. I've never met her, but right. even doing interviews that I've seen, it's like she comes across very, like, very harsh. Like I don't see her being super easy to work with. You, and you know what? Um, the the lady who writes, um, um, what's the show everybody watch on Thursday nights? How to get away with murder, and how to get away how to get away with murder, and um. Yeah, she was saying that another actress, uh, I forgot her name, um, a, a white actress that she was on one of her show, General Hospitals or something like that, was difficult to work with, and that lady is known for being difficult to work with. And yes, almost like I don't, I don't definitely, I don't literally feel like they're being blacklisted. I think what it is, people are going to choose not to work with you. It's going to be less. People are going to want to work with right. you. That's just like real life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. work attitude has to be something that's conducive and people want to be around you because especially when you're working on a set, you're around that person for hours and days yeah. and months. Yeah, and exactly. years. You don't well, want to be said, in somebody's bad energy. Mm-hmm. I agree, I agree. Well, and and, and look, at the, look at the surrounding evidence, though. Look at the fact that the Monique show is no longer around and the fact that she won an Academy Award 
and you haven't seen her in anything since. Well, she said this, and this is what she said. She actually has a, a movie coming out. It's an independent film, though. But but she says that she has been getting roles. There were, scripts have been coming her way, but the dollars associated with the scripts have been low for what she thinks that she's worth, especially being an a Oscar um, winner. You know what I mean? And so she said that they've turned that down, but she said, she said that they turned it down because if she accepts it, what is she saying about her and other black actresses, their worth? That's what, that's what she was saying in the interview. But she said that she's been getting a lot of scripts, but it's just a matter of um, the money they weren't paying her. But but it was interesting because I read that she said that she's supposed to get um, the butler and she's supposed to get um, uh, Selma, but both of those went to Oprah. So I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, very. Um, you know, she she said she was supposed to be in um, Empire. She's supposed to have Taraji P. Henson's role, but um, and she said that Lee Downs had called her about that, and she was excited about the audition. And then four days went by, she never heard back, and then she heard that Taraji got it. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't see her being cast against Terrence Howard. I just don't see how that would play. Well, the thing but, is, okay. you know, Taraji Taraji brought Terrence Howard. So Taylor Todd wouldn't been there one for Taraji P. Henson. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's, that's mm. interesting, but I don't know. I couldn't see her playing that role anyway. Cookie. I don't know. I sure couldn't. The whole thing was gone. Okay. Anyway. Chica, anything else? Uh, that's all I have for now. All right, listen, have a great week, okay? Oh, brother, you too. All right. Hey, Ron, what's going on, man? <laughs> Well, brother, you already know how I feel about the whole Monique thing. Because remember last week, I actually, I actually um, talked about it. And I just yeah. feel like she, her her acting skills to me are limited. And I don't understand why she won the um, Oscar anyway. But that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. and, I'll, and that's how I feel. People can hate on me. I don't care. She wasn't a good actress. And it wasn't a far stretch. And I actually watched a clip of that thing where, like, she's talking and crying. It, 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 it wasn't good. It wasn't that good, y'all. I'm sorry. People need to watch Precious again. Her in that in that crying scene was not good. It just wasn't. I thought I you did a good job. It wasn't. I, 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 I need people to, to look. Please. Please. Come on. Come on. Really? But anyway, you know. So I think what, what it is also is that people are like, okay, we'll offer you roles. And, yes, I, I get it. Once you are an Academy Award winner, mm-hmm. that comes with a certain, you know, that you should be getting right. dollars. Right. I understand that she's right about that. You know, I won it whether, whether you thought that I should have won or not, I won it. So I should be getting right. X amount of dollars now. And so maybe other people feel, okay, we don't think that you were that good. We'll, we'll, we'll still offer you a role. But we don't feel that we should pay you that much because we feel like you're not that good actor. So, uh, mm, uh, she's not cooking. Cookie, no. No, Miss Henson is cookie. Miss Henson is cookie up and down yeah. all the way through. That's yeah. that's cookie. Sorry. So, yeah. and mm-hmm. Butler, no. Oprah was the slap. Oprah can only do that. Oprah worked that. Oprah went through yeah, like that. Yeah. So. yeah. Oprah killed the Butler. Yeah. 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 So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Sports. Did y'all watch the um, Cavaliers game yesterday, Cavs and um, Rockets? I didn't. I didn't. 
Oh, my gosh. Overtime, epic battle. It reminded me of, like, Jordan the good old and Dominique Wilkins back in the 90s. Like, it was, it was just two great scores, great players, you know, going at it back and forth, back and forth. Cleveland lost in overtime. But they could have won the game. But I don't know what was going on with LeBron. Like, he was missing so many foul shots. Like, he missed, like, eight. Of his foul shots, it was it was it was crazy. It was really crazy, mm. and he also got kicked in the um, Grandes in the you know in wow. the Family Jewels by James <laughs> James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, Bron he had a tough he had a tough great great game though. But um, Cavs Cavs lost to the Rockets. Um, Hawks are still deep to me. They are the best mm-hmm. in the league. Mm-hmm. People still want to say that it's the Warriors. I like the Warriors. I think they're a, a great team, but I just think that the Hawks, to me, are the best team, and they have the best record in the league. Yeah, the record. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So people need to start giving Hawks love, man. Give them love. Give, give them love. Well, I know um, in Atlanta they give them a lot of love. Are they now? Okay, cool. Yeah. So people are Atlanta, like going Atlanta. to the game. Well, I don't know about that. They're watching them. <laughs> because they're watching I remember – when when I when I would go to, to the Hawks games, man, it it would be maybe about twelve thousand people. It it wouldn't be full, but out of those twelve thousand fans, it's like ten thousand of them are the uh are the uh way teams, you know, fans. It's like the yeah. Lakers fans or you know the Bulls or whatever. It was it it was crazy. Like it was really crazy. Like you know what's up with that? But congratulations again to the Hawks. I hope they um keep it up. Ah oh, man, Derrick Rose, yo, he got hurt again. Derrick Rose, he's oh, out. Oh, did he? Again, yes. Well, but he's, I heard that he had a surgery that was successful. Was it? Was that prior to this one, or was it after that? Because I, I, think, I read that he he had a surgery that went successful, and they could see him being back in this season. Then, then, then that was probably after after okay. the surgery. Because okay. yeah, he's he's going to be back within four to six. Weeks, so he'll okay. he'll be back for the um playoff seven. Okay. But it's just again, you know, Derek just just keeps getting yeah, injured. I feel so bad hurt. for yeah. him. You know, yeah. I really do. I feel bad for him. Like he he just yeah. tries and tries, and then he gets hurt again. Uh, right. There's a lot of people hurt. Actually, I mean, this has been like a really crazy season when when it comes to injuries. Like um, Blake mm-hmm. Blake Griffin's hurt. Um, mm. Dwight Howard's hurt. I mean, yeah, you just go on and on. Yeah, people are hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, actually, what else? What else? What else? That's Anthony Mason. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Mace. Yo, yeah, Mace was like that first baller that was built like a freaking um, Mm Mister Universe or something. He was. Yeah. (laughs) He just had like this football beyond football, but like just this muscle. Bound guy that can dribble the ball and shoot left left handed. I mean, he was he was a beast. He was a beast. Yeah. And and I love the fact that he had the um the different hairstyles and, and right, things. Right. Like he, yeah, yeah. And he gave you kind of like a scary kind of look. But I but I was told that he was like a gentle giant. Like he was really really just a nice nice man. Mm. So. Mm. Um, Rest in peace, Anthony. It was great watching watching the games back in the nineties with the Bulls and the Knicks. Um, yeah. So. And someone said this. Someone said this. I saw it on Facebook. I think they're trying to promote their their business, but I think it is important. Um, 
because especially, you know, me going with everything we're going through with my mom, it's about right. making sure that you have your estate and, you know, have your finances and everything in order so that, yeah. God forbid something would happen to you, especially, you know, at a young age. You know, I think Anthony Mason was 46, 48. You want yeah. to make sure that you have your thing aligned so that your family is not having to deal with that. And, and you know, you kind of, you know, you take care of them, you know, in the, gotcha. in the, in the end, you know. So Absolutely. that's just, I, I thought that was a good point, even though I think the person was trying to, try to promote their business. But, you know, yeah. I mean, people are funny. They... <laughs> yeah, he said call them. Call me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your people, your folks, yeah. we're going to come up. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, yes, yes. But um, that's pretty much it in sports. Uh, oh, actually, there's – no, 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 no. There's actually one more thing that I wanted to mention. Um, I don't know if you heard about the um, – what's his name? His name is um, Earl Lloyd. I think I mentioned that last last week. What happened? Uh, he was the first um, black in oh, yes. NBA player. He um, mm-hmm. passed away. Passed away. It, what was he, 90? Yeah. What was it? 86. 86. 86, yeah. Rest so, in peace. Death, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And also, one more. I hope I name up. Manny Menoso. He was the first black. Major League Baseball player. He mm. was some, no, no, no. He was Chicago's first black Major okay. League Baseball player. He um, passed away. So um, sad to hear about that. So you know, legends are just falling. So uh, rest in peace. And yeah, I'll talk to y'all next week. Steven. Yes. The night. Nice I love it. Love it. You said what? I love it. The um, StephenKnightShow.com. dot com. I love it. dot com. I love we're dot com now. We came up in the world. We are well, dot com. com. <laughs> Stay on with me, Miss Parker. We're gonna do our hot topics real quick. Um, All right, cool. Generic Happy birthday today, Miss Parker. Peace. <laughs> you, are you staying on, everyone? I'm here. Are you? Okay. Okay. Great. 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 Yes. Well, Generic's not in tonight, but go to BudgetShopaholic dot com and get her updates on the uh, sales. All right, so let's go through these hot topics. The first one is uh, Beyonce's back in the studio. She's back in the studio working on new music. But anyway, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Kid Rock made a comment about Beyonce's music saying that she doesn't have any – her hits aren't anything that's going to stand the test of time. Like she doesn't have anything that's really meaning in terms of her, her hit records. Um, and, of course, the Beehive has come out, and they have – Flooded his Instagram with different B, B, uh, B, mm, right. right, all of all his pictures. And I remember they said that he had like 25,000 um, followers on Instagram, but he had like over 56,000 comments from just Bs. And so Kid Rock <laughs> turned around, Kid Rock turned around, and he put a, um, a bottle of Raid, and then he put his middle finger. <laughs> and so, of course, they're still swarming his, his, his accounts. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. Well, I just have to say this. Um, he has the nerve. Like, what are his hits? What are kids, you know, what's a Kid Rock song that, that has withstood the test of time? Like, I can't yeah. think of one. So, Keep on I thought they were more upset of the fact that she that he said, which is 
his opinion, but Chris Rock is so irrelevant. Right, not Chris Rock. Uh, he's so yeah, irrelevant yeah, right now. Rock is so really relevant right now. It doesn't even matter because he was saying that um, he doesn't find Beyonce appealing. He likes. He said that he likes white women with big titties, and he does not find. Pretty much saying that he doesn't find black women appealing. But mm-hmm. that's a lie because his his last two girlfriends that that I know of were black women. Mm. I think mm. he has a black kid too. His high school mm. girl was a black woman. So mm. he's just he's just where he probably owns something, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't I wouldn't take him serious. And those B have need to get a life. That's another thing. They do need to get a life. <laughs> Beyonce's not paying y'all to do nothing. But but Some this is what bill. If y'all was to right. start today, she wouldn't know your name, okay? She wouldn't know your name. But but you know what, this I I, I really don't like when celebrities just Bad comments. Yeah, well, I agree. What about you? You know what I mean? What right. about you? You're the one. You know what I mean? Right. Especially this person does right. nothing to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I hate it when they do that too. And I know celebrities get asked about celebrities all the time. You don't have right. to comment because they know comment. I don't, comment. Know, I don't have to. I don't know her. You can right. say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, we, you know, the Forbes. Uh, billionaire list came out, and Michael Jordan has made the list for the first time. He is the 1,741st richest person in the world. Mm. Wow. Your thoughts? And it said 90 million of that came from his Nike endorsement. Yeah, because he's fools ain't got no jobs, and they robbing, stealing just to Yeah, I just don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get it. Me I don't either. get it. What do you thought, Zayron? Uh, if Mr. Jordan needs another son, I'm I'm available <laughs> for adoption. Um, yeah, <laughs> call me up. Call my mom up. We can get the paperwork done. Yeah, it's all good. Absolutely. Nah, nah. Um, hey, I mean, Michael. Hey, I mean, Michael pretty much changed the game when it when it came to athletes, big money. Contracts, right. deals, endorsements, shoe game, uh, you know, he he changed it, totally changed it. So mm-hmm. big up to him. Hey, get the money. But, the, wow. And, it, and to his defense, a lot of athletes, when they retire, yeah. they have financial problems, you know, because they didn't Not invest him. their money right or they overspent right. it. But he continued to make his empire, you know, for lack of a better word, continue to, to grow. So, you know, Kudos him for that. Um, I would love to know what what uh, Magic Johnson's ranking is because I'm, I'm sure yeah. Magic's pretty you know pretty well right. off as far as with the finances. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, cool, Mike. Cool. All right, next subject: Terrence Howard, who stars in uh, Empire, he thinks the N word should be allowed on the hit show. This is what he said: I'm mad that we don't say the N word on the show. Why is TV showing something different from the reality of the world? Why is there this thing called censorship that stops people from hearing everyday talk? We use N-word every day. It's become part of a conversation. Why are we using it on the show? What are your thoughts? I am so not cool with the N-word. I mean, I because I feel that if it's used in that context, then it then why can't it be used in other contexts? You know, it it muddies the water to me. It just muddies the water. It's not needed. It's not needed. The show is doing fine without it. So exactly. Why right. can we go there? And which one right. is 
That's he's the daddy, Lucius. Terrence, Terrence Howard. Howard. He's the dad. Oh, Terrence Howard said that. I thought you said his other name. Yeah, it was Terrence Howard. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I agree. I don't think that's needed for a show. I mean, this is if a show. If the show's show doing well without it, I just don't see I, I don't. I don't get it. Exactly. And, and, and the, the fact the numbers that ratings increase each episode that means that all demographics are coming to see the show. Why would you? It would turn people that? off, right? Yeah. If you yeah, say the N word, exactly. it will turn people off. It will turn some people off. You will lose ratings. Yeah, that's Terrence. Terrence, you getting paid? Um, I hope you get. You have a great hit show, a a historical show. Don't mm-hmm. f it up. You know, just chill. Right. Yeah, right. just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Doing great things. Enjoy it. Exactly. Oh, and I don't, exactly. I don't know if you, if you saw, but the the character, um, the actor that plays the oldest son, I don't know his name, top top of my head, he was on, he and the... the Andre? Guy, on, yeah, Andre and the guy that plays the youngest son, the rapper. Hakeem. They were, Hakeem, they were doing um, promos for the show, and it turns out the older brother can really sing. He sang a Steve Wonder song. And a lot of people say he's probably the best singer on the show. <laughs> but he's not in a singing role, you know, obviously on the show. But, but he has to that's, why that's why he's mad. That's why he is mad on the show. He he's said he can sing. Like... Yeah, he can really sing. He has a really he good was, voice. Uh, he was on The View, and he was like, no, I actually can't sing. But he didn't sing, so I didn't hear him. But he did say he mm. can. Okay, yeah. so I was. I was I saw something briefly and I didn't read it. Why are they so obsessed with trying to find out if this dude is gay or not? The the dude that plays gay on the show. I think oh, he what? is. Who cares? Like why why is it such a a big deal trying to find out if he's gay in real life? Right. What right. happened what happened was, um what's what's the guy that plays uh Terrence Howard's, you know, friend on the show that works for him, the one that's Malik Yoba. Andre? Monique Yoba. Malik Yoba. He, Malik yeah, Yoba. he did a he did an interview. And he was talking about how groundbreaking the show is, how it's bringing certain things to light, you know, behind the scenes in the industry, and it's included, yeah. inclusive of all different, you know, um, gay, straight, whatever. And he said in the interview that um, the guy that plays that character, um, Jamal's character, that he's gay. He said he's gay and how they've become really good friends on the – he was just saying how um, the way oh. Jamal's, able, Jamal's able to bring that, that – um, character to light, and I'm sure it's kind of, you know, he can pull from it because that's his experience. But Jamal, oh, okay. but, but they interviewed Jamal and asked him, was he gay? And he said that he's not going to, he said he's not going to confirm or deny and that he prefers not to talk about his personal business. So oh. that's why it's become this big old thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think obviously he is, but, but it is his personal business. He doesn't have to discuss it when he's discussing the exactly. show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'll find yeah. out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have anything to do with with the Empire show. That's his personal right. Exactly. Paid to play a role, right? Exactly. Only person that needs to. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Now, I was just going to say the only person that needs to know what someone's sexual flow is is the other person that they're intimate with. That's all they need to know. If you know all this, are you? Are you not? Yeah. People chill out. People just listen. It's business. Just handle business. I'm living life. All right. In sad news in R&B, um, everyone remembers the group Brownstone. Charmaine Max, Maxwell, who played Maxie, uh, her, her name was Maxie, has di- she died at the age of 46 um, from what appears to be a freak accident. She was part of the 90s R&B group Brownstone. She died in her L.A. LA home. Now, the initial report said that she fell at, at a game, 
but apparently what happened was her her husband found her bleeding from a cut throat in their home. Um, she had just returned from her son's game and was at home alone with her son. And later that evening, around 9 p.m., her husband came home. He's music producer uh, Karsten Solchak. He came home and found her unconscious and bleeding. Um, this is TMZ reporting that it looked like that she had fallen and cut her neck on the glass. She was bleeding profusely but still had a pulse. So they called 911. Paramedics um, transferred her to the hospital, um, but she had lost too much blood. They told her she died on the way. Um, the LAPD went to the home, and they said that there was a broken wine glass that cut her neck. But the Texas don't think there was any um, foul play. And if you know, the group was part of Michael Jackson's MJJ music label and their biggest hit, 1995, If You Love Me, and earned them a uh, Billboard Music Award and a Grammy nomination. something else, too, that said that she had a history of being suicidal. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is, but I read something that mm-hmm. said that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, she, had, she left behind her husband of 20 years and her son. So um, our prayers, thoughts and prayers are definitely with them. What do y'all think about that? I mean, doesn't it seem like a lot of people are, are passing? Yeah. 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 I mean, a lot. It's just it's crazy. But but that goes to that guy's point about making sure your estate is in is in good condition because you know this woman's only forty six years old. You know what I mean? So mm. I don't know. It's just sad. It's definitely sad. It definitely is. Sad. It is. All right. Well, before we go to commercial commercial break, um, we're doing things a little differently tonight because our guest, um, he is in rehearsal right now, preparing for a tour. So when we come back, we're going to um, play music, and then when he comes in at 11 o'clock, that's when we'll interview uh, guitar player Justin Lyons. But before we go to commercial, the question of the day is, can you date someone with trust issues? Um, go to Facebook and, and Twitter and let us know your answers. What are your, what are your answers, uh, Aaron and Ms. Parker? Can you date someone with trust issues? Ladies first. If you want to. <laughs> no. Would you do that? You would, As long as you want to. Sorry. Good. Oh, that's. I would say yes. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I could. You just have to, you know, establish some things and, and just work with them. If if the person's worth it, if you feel that the person's worth it, then yeah, yeah. Or if they're willing to work on it, you know what I mean. You oh, can't yeah. have Absolutely. trust issues and then stay oh, yeah. in that. You know what I mean? Because after a while, you get burned You have to want to change that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you have to want to change. What were you saying with Parker? Um, I was just saying that I I, I don't understand why you – I guess it makes sense if you care about the person. But um, I don't think that's anything that you can change. I think anything that has to do with trust or fear or love has to do – it has to be an inside job. And I don't think you being around or you loving them enough is going to help that unless they're able to fix that themselves. I agree. All right. Well, go to Facebook and tweet us at Stephen Nice Show SHO, and then uh, the Stephen Nice Show on Facebook. Let them know your thoughts, and we'll be right back with Stephen's playlist. You're listening to. The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now.
You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to let everyone know that I was interviewed by Lisa Gale. Uh, she has a blog where she interviews different people for different walks of life. And she interviewed me on this show, uh, regarding this show and my music. So go to our website, thestevenisshow.com, and you can uh, read the interview. It was actually a good experience. I, def- I appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Elisa Gale for that. But anyway, now it's time to go into our playlist. As I said, we're going to the playlist first, and then at our 11 o'clock hour, uh, Justin Lyons will be on to discuss his music and everything he has he's working on. So make sure you uh, definitely don't miss that. But it's time to go into the playlist for now. We receive music from people all over the country who want to be featured during the segment, and each week we select artists to play. Uh, tonight I'll play that feature song from both major and independent artists, including Authentic, LC, and many more. If you're interested in being featured, uh, please email us at submissions at, submissions, uh, at the stevenightshow.com and attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Remember, all songs must be edited for radio. No cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. Now, our first song is by tonight's artist, Justin Guitar Slayer Lion, entitled Little Girls. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. I knew this little girl who thought she had it all, but was missing only one thing. Nothing ever made sense to her Wondering how, when, and where she began Yeah Why did you leave me? She had to ask herself Feeling like she wasn't good enough She battled emptiness from everywhere Trying to feel the void from within
Are you an entrepreneur on the move? EOTM Media Group has become the new voice for you. EOTM has the most outstanding public relations firm that will suit your needs as well as your budget. Thanks to EOTM Radio and staff, EOTM has climbed the ranks, reaching over 1 million listeners worldwide. Not only is EOTM Media Group mutually respected for its amazing quality, but also for their branding and marketing expertise. Everyone in the industry needs PR and marketing. So with that said, if you or someone you know needs PR or marketing solutions, Contact Carla Barnes, Head of Marketing and Branding at 213-290-3573 or visit her website at www.eotmediagroup.com or join her blog at www.eotmblog.com. What's that? You're interested in hearing a few live shows? Visit our radio page at www.eotmradio.com. Thanks for your time. This commercial is brought to you by EOTM Radio and Classic City Records. Tonight's guest has played for Tamela Mann, Kim Burrell, Vivian Green, and R&B Diva of L.A., Chrisette Michelle. He began playing uh, the guitar at the age of five and cites that growing up in church provided the perfect platform that cultivated his skill. Many of us have seen him, his appearances on TV One's hit reality show, R&B Diva of L.A., alongside Chrisette Michelle. Please help me welcome the talented Justin, Guitar Slayer Lions. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up? Thanks for having How me. How are you doing? Man, just landed. Just landed. Just landed. Just You're preparing landed for tour, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm getting ready for another tour, actually. So wow, there's a lot yeah. of traveling happening right now. Yo, it's so cold out here, yo. They said that. The they said it's freezing. Yeah. But it's good to be here. No, no, no. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Born and raised. Okay. Dallas, Texas. Okay. Okay, okay. And I heard they, they, they're getting snow now. They got snow. Yeah, man, we got here pretty bad the past few days, man. So it's good to just kind of get away from it. You know, it's good yeah. to be in Philly. You know, just to do some work with my uh, good brother and friend, Todd Trebek. So, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, got some, some awesome things happening in store for everyone, you know. Absolutely. You know, it's crazy. I was looking at your resume, and you have a very extensive resume. You know what I mean? I, I think that... Um, well, tell, tell us about some of the people that you, you've kind of worked with over the years. Well, you know, from my first tour opportunity, rocking with, you know, Philadelphia's own uh, East Coast zone, Vivian Green, and mm-hmm. uh, New Jersey's own uh, Eric Roberson. Yeah. So that was like my yeah. first, you know, big tour opportunity. And then even from the East Coast, we got Jesse Boykins, who's like still slamming the game. And you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. those opportunities, you know, and then having a church background, so it's always good to rock back oh, with Tamla yeah. Man, and then even touch your bat now, you know, keep that church foundation going and growing, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Do, do you remember your first tour? Do you remember what was kind of that experience for you? How would you describe that? Um, well, I definitely wasn't afraid. Um, I looked at it more like, um, hey. Lights, camera, action, let's go. Right. You know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was one of those kind of situations. And uh didn't really think too much about it. Learned the music, and I always had a saying of being uh, staying ready. So, yeah. like, once they sent me the music and everything, I, I went over and beyond and tried to learn everybody's parts, the keyboards, the bass, the drums, you know. Oh, one second. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and it just got me far, and God keeps blessing me, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, as a as a guitarist, you know, you were kind of behind the scenes, you know, doing your thing. Obviously, I didn't realize your resume was so impressive as it is. You've definitely done some great work and still doing great oh, work. Bless so it's nice. Yeah. So how does it feel? Because, you know, a lot of us, we got to, were introduced to you on Army Divas of L.A. You know what I mean? So how mm-hmm. now that people recognize your face, you're like, oh, we know who that is. How has that changed? Anything? Um, well, this, you know, again, I have to give it all to, uh, to God because, um, he's definitely, uh, paving the way for me. And yeah. even with, um, the opportunities that I'm getting, man, you know what it is? This day and time mm. we're living in is all about straight marketing yourself. Yes. You know, like, yes. I, a lot of my posts I put, you are your own brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that's so true, man. Like, I eat hats off to y'all for doing what y'all are doing. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate but it. But for yeah. me, it's about uh, being remembered. Like, I got mm-hmm. padded up. I dyed my hair gold because it was a few interviews and stuff that I would have with certain people, and they was telling me, yeah, we don't know who you are. Thank you. Yeah, we don't know who you mm-hmm. are. We, You know, why would we want you? You're nobody. So that just wow. made me take the stance of, it just made me take the stance of, okay, I trust me, you'll know who I am before it's over. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So how do you, when you, because, I, you know, image is big, you know, in this industry, as well as talent, but image. Uh-huh. How did you know how you want to kind of, you know, change up your image to, to be, like you said, for people to know who you are and to remember you, you know, after uh, the music is playing? How did you know what direction to go? Well, Okay, with the society that we live in, it's all about um, it's all about the remembering factor, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, or the ex or the extreme factor, might I add. Um, with me having gold hair, yeah. people are <laughs> automatically going to be like, "Yo, this is what the heck." If they never remember my face, this is how I had mm-hmm. to do it. If they never remember my face whatsoever, they're going to remember, "Oh, the guy with the huge mohawk with the blonde hair," you know. Right, yeah. So it was yeah. just, a, you know, you know, it was just trying to be strategic about every move. Um, I went out of town this past weekend, and I met with um, some good friends of mine uh, by the name of Deep Cotton. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys heard of them, but um, they just signed a big deal with Epic Records under Wonderland with L.A. Reed. Wow. So hats off wow. to them. Yeah. Um, and one thing that I walked away and feeling even better about with my journey is do everything with purpose. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my purpose mm-hmm. is to market myself and, you know, be the difference. I don't want to be, like you said, you know, the guy that's always in the background, you know, just playing guitar. Yeah, that's great. But I feel like yeah. I'm a leader on the inside, too, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. What is your ultimate goal? Oh, man, just um, inspire and uh, create more leaders. Uh, true yeah. definition of a real leader, a real true leader is not – one that's concerned with having so many followers, but mm-hmm. instilling uh-huh. more leadership, instilling more leadership qualities in others, so they can change the world one by one, like a domino effect. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. We, we talked earlier in the show um, about artists, you know, that have like a huge platform. That you know, part of the responsibility is using that platform, you know, to to do good. And to inspire others right. to kind of, you know, follow along or, or figure out how they can, uh, you know, do that same thing. How is especially now that you're becoming more of a, you know, people they they know you when they say, oh yeah, we know who that is. How is that kind of 
cultivated for you in terms of making your platform allow you to do good and that people can really receive it? Hmm, man, that's a really good question, man. Because <laughs> I'm definitely trying. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to remain in a good light, man. But mm-hmm. you know what, man? What I find out with fame is it's not all good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I even learned, you. I, I even remember in elementary school, my teachers asking us a question: Would you rather be rich or would you rather be famous? And you know, mm-hmm. growing up as a kid, you'd be like, rich and famous. Right. But my te- I never forget my teacher telling me when you're famous, you you no longer have your own life. It's like yeah. you're yeah. you're in everybody. You know, everybody has a piece of your life now. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's it's actually hard, man. You know, but I just gotta stay focused. You know, keep a determined yeah. focus, man, and uh, don't let all of these things that I'm hearing about or seeing about or any of that stuff just kind of like get to me. You know, right? Mind right. over matter. Mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what do you do, like, you know, because, if, you know, I know if you go on any blog or anything, you'll see where people have made comments on their celebrities or, you know, well-known people, their posts and, you know, just talking uh-huh. crazy stuff that you wouldn't, would never say to anybody's face. But, you know, we have the people right. that get online and, they'll, you know, they, they go off the mouth. How do you, how do you, because I'm sure, you know, it's something you probably didn't have to deal with early on, but now maybe it may be part of what you have to go to now. How do you deal with that? How are you able to tell yourself? Because it's one thing to tell myself, I just got to stay focused. I just got to ignore, ignore it. But when you really see that one thing, you just want to go in on that person, but you know, you can't. How do you deal with it? Um, you know what, man? It's it's called, it's this little method called death by silence. Um, yeah. And and it's no need to even kind of um, – allow the negative energy to just take a force in yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too much, yeah. uh, it's too much greatness in the universe. It's too much greatness within yourself to mm-hmm. even allow that little small negative piece just kind of right. take over you, man. Cause realistically, man, if you allow it to, man, it will help you up. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. yo, don't even, you know, it's just dead by silence. And eventually those people are just die off, man, or, Eventually they they'll shut up. That's how I look at right. it. Let them talk. You know. Yeah. And and the, and the interesting thing is that you're living your dream. I remember uh, you remember Tom that had MySpace that started MySpace. Someone had uh, tweeted him saying something about you know go back th- Thursday MySpace Tom you da 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 da. And he wrote back. I sold MySpace for fifty million dollars. I never have to work again. And you probably work in a minimum wage job that you hate. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah. When you put in that perspective, you can't really, you know, just, you know, forget the haters. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, man. Definitely have to, man. Because I started, I started out working at UPS and working right. for the immigration office, man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And yo, and now just a leap of faith, man. Faith without works is dead. So you can have faith all day, but you got you got to work towards it too. You know? Yeah, you're right. You got to put that that work in there. So. You go from UPS. How did you get your first gig that you knew? You grew up in a church plant, I'm sure. But how did you get that first gig that kind of, you know, set you on this path that you're on now? Um, well, this first particular gig here, huh? Um, I think the thing that kind of catapulted me has to be this uh, Big Bang situation. It's a K-pop mm. group that I'm currently on tour with um 
playing for them, and then you guys heard a sigh, open Gundam style. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. Yeah, I, play, I write guitar for that guy as well. Oh, did you? So, wow. Yeah, so I think those things there kind of started adding to the, the popularity, and it, it really started helping me to define who Guitar Slayer is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it helped me, man, when you're traveling the world and you're going on the other side, just getting out of this comfort zone that we live right. in, our own yeah. state. Like, yo, it, it helps you to just hone in on your own true greatness. And it's more it's more than the walls that we live in every day, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So those opportunities and then, you know, of course, rocking with Bill, rocking with Chrisette. Chrisette really believes in me and she really helps mm-hmm. push me to my full potential as well. Yeah. And working yeah. alongside her, like, we got a great chemistry on and mm-hmm. off stage, you know? So that definitely helps uh, bring out my trueness as, as well, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So would you say, you know, everyone says that uh, they have their alter egos and um, is Justin Lyons different from the guitar player? Um, uh, ooh. I have to say yes and no. Um, the reason why I say yes, uh, because on stage, like, you guys, experience like like guitar slayers this creative outspoken expressive mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. like color for being who uses like his weapon of mass destruction which i right. know, call my guitar yeah. you know to kind of like pierce the hearts and and the souls of all partakers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. rather yeah. like where they're a one is uh like i'm caring you know i'm still authentic sincere giving loving and inspiring and i'm still spiritual you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of where they, yeah. they, they intertwine that, you know? Okay, okay, yeah. If it, that makes sense, it, you know? It does. It makes a lot of sense. And so, obviously, you know, you go from um, Dallas, Texas, to now traveling the world. And what do you think that exposure, because I always feel like that people, a lot of people that are closed-minded because they're, they haven't seen outside their city or they haven't, you know, uh-huh. had a lot of travel. What has traveling the world taught you about yourself? Whew. Um, no limits. Uh, there's yeah. no limits. Because um, mm. I was the guy. <laughs> I was the guy that was afraid to fly. Yeah. I was the guy yeah, who always said, "Oh, word, you too." See, no, I was scared to death. Yeah. I was scared to death. See, there you go. See, I was the guy who's like, "Yo, before I fly anywhere, I would jump on my bike." And I will, and I will get to it, you know. All right. Yeah. But um, um, seeing the world, man, it just like once you start encountering like the different cultures, the different food, the different respect that people mm-hmm. have in other countries mm-hmm. that we don't yeah. possess over here. Right. Like, yo, it it makes me not. It a lot of times it makes me not even want to come back home. You know, I think wow. about didn't have family here. Uh, that I truly care about and the friends that I have and then the business that I'm trying to up and run here, I probably yeah. would just get a spot out in Korea or Japan or something, man. Really? Really? Yeah, man. It's wow. it's it's so ahead. It's so ahead. And like mm-hmm. a lot of the foolishness that we encounter here, um, it, can, it can definitely be avoided, but we just choose as a people to just continue in it, man. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. Definitely interesting. Who is someone that that you haven't worked with that you want to work with one day? Who? Um, I would love to work with um, 
Layla Hathaway. Okay. I yeah. would love to, to. I would love to share the stage with Prince. Mm, oh. Awesome. Yeah. Um, if I could go back in time, I would love to share the stage with Jimi Hendrix. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, one of the yeah. guitar greats. Um, mm-hmm. But any, any, I think anybody who just will allow me to be me, because I've right. been in situations yeah. to where they will ask Guitar Slayer to play, but then they want Guitar Slayer to kind of be quiet. And, right. you know, right. me being the person that I am, I'm like, okay, I'll be respectful, but if you want Guitar Slayer to play, like, yeah, like I'm going to compliment you on, on mm-hmm. the show, but I'm going to go ham because I feel like a crazy I feel like a crazy beast of nature once I get on stage in my guitar. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, who, you know, being a you know, guitarist, you know, who were your, you mentioned Jimmy Hendrix, who were some of your other um, people that you, you know, kind of mold yourself after or, or even looked up to, you know, playing that instrument? Um, well, I have to first say my dad. Okay. My dad, uh, my dad played guitar and still does play guitar to this day. Oh, nice. Um, uh, I would, I would have to say BB King because I grew up like mm. every day standing in the mirror with a broom in my hand, <laughs> listening, <laughs> listening to Jimi Hendrix. Um, we, of course we got Prince. Everybody loves Prince. Uh, yeah. I gotta yeah. throw in Raphael Sadiq. Like I feel like mm. he's an underrated. Oh, yeah. Uh, underrated guitars, all around musician, a beast, you know. Yes, I uh, agree. I agree uh, yeah. Steve, Stevie Wonder, you know, all, all uh, the greats, the normal cats, you know. Yeah, but uh, I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting hip to like some new things, like Maggot Brain and and okay. stuff like that, man. P Funk and um, Cheap Trick, you know, all of those cats, man, just mm-hmm. honing in on this punk rock kind of a vibe right now, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a different a different experience, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, man. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of getting me out of being, you know, sheltered in one box. Exactly. I agree. All right. Yeah. So, so you're really now working on music. What else do you have coming up down the pipeline? Uh, well, of course, I got um, I got my own shindig happening with uh, G Slate NT. Uh, okay. I got that happening, which is um. It's like a brand, like a branding and artist development kind of situation. Okay. So I'm gonna turn into like a um, a record label of some sort, you know. Nice. And nice. um, it's just gonna be, you know, just trying to really take that to another level, you know, to build like a powerful brand with longevity and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and make like great business moves. That's why I'm a partner with like my friend Chrisette, you know, who has mm-hmm. Green Chipster, and then I'm gonna be partnering up with. Deep Cotton and the Wonderland crew, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. and then even partnering up with Saga Entertainment, you know, all of those moves um, from right. a business perspective. Those are the great moves. Um, I also have a tour coming up from uh, starting in April, man. It's going to be for an entire year. Wow. Woo! Overseas, wow. man. Yeah. This will make like the fourth year straight, man, uh, being over wow. in Asia. So, Getting ready for that. Um, me and Chrisette got did, stuff you, growing for the... How do you mentally prepare to be on tour overseas for you? How do you prepare for that? Uh, 
Uh, first, first and foremost, it's like, all right, give me the money. Like, let's go. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah. hey, that's, we all, you know, we all got to make money. But I think most you important do. is, uh, uh, I think the thing that drives me is because it's going to put me at a platform to be able to reach more people. Yeah. And, uh, and mm-hmm. ultimately, if you don't, if you don't reach people, if you don't touch people's lives, then what's the purpose of your existence? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, I want to have I want to have purpose with my life. I want to have purpose with my every move. So with, with yeah. God blessing me to play for God blessing me to play for fifty thousand people a night. That's like awesome. yo, when I say wow. fifty thousand people, when that curtain wow. drops and like people going crazy, like mm. yo, you have mm-hmm. no idea. So hey, even you, man, if you got a passport and you ready to come overseas, dude, you let me know. You and your I'm team, coming. y'all can come over. Yeah. Y'all can, cra- y'all can crash in my room with me, man, and we can have a good time over there. <laughs> that would be uh, – I'm going to hold to that. That would be awesome, though. I, I can only imagine. Come on, man. You know, I, I think about, you know, touring and, like, just being away for so long. But I guess you, it comes a part of life, right? When it for you, it's a part of life that you're accustomed to being gone for so long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Because uh, the, the one thing that, that gets me uh, kind of tripping is when I'm gone, I'm mm-hmm. ready to come back. And then yeah. as soon as I come back, yeah. like, a lot ready of come back. Like my homies. Yeah, mm-hmm. because so many people that I'll be around are still in the same state of mind, still exactly. doing the same yeah. thing. It's like, oh, come on, y'all, let's move. We're tired, you, know you know. They don't have that exposure. They don't have that world exposure you have. You know what I mean? So that right, man. Has, has, you know, it puts you on a different level. You know, it's, it's yeah. that's, what, that's what exposure does, seeing different cultures, different. You know, way of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. That's so true. That's true. Good insight, man. So we played um, two songs, two of your songs. We played Little Girls and then Super Chris. Tell us about those songs. Okay. Um. Uh. Excuse me. Little Girls is a song that I wrote and produced, and um, and I just kind of you know pieced the the puzzles together to make it happen. Um. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a a cry out to the fathers from a, from a child's perspective. Okay. Um, I, I had a few homegirls that would always, like, hit me up and ask me questions about this or we'll have, like, relationship issue problems. Mm-hmm. And after just talking to them about it, it just kind of dawned on me, like, these are the results of fathers not being in their, their daughter's life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even from a male perspective, you know, since I grew up without my father being like in the household with us and having to be raised by my moms, um mm-hmm. a lot of the questions that are answers I wish I knew, I don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. it's simply because my dad is not there. So it was like, yo, dad, like being your child's wife. Like, yeah. Please, they need you because if you, they if do. you don't Right, yeah, because if you're not in a little girl's life, they're going to grow up and be, like, broken women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, just just trying to sound it. And plus, it needs to be some more positive music in the world, too. You know? I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And as far as uh, Super Chris, oh, man, that that was a fun song, uh, even creating mm-hmm. that song. Uh it was out in L.A., you know. Of course, Chrisette was doing uh, R&B Divas. Right. So I was out there visiting from tour, and uh, we just sitting on the couch. She had a pen and paper out. I never forget taking a picture uh, and putting it on Instagram and everything. Uh, 
I was just playing some chords. I was like, yo, Chris, like, you should listen to this. Like, this is hot. She's like, no, I don't like that. I was like, come on, man. This is a hit, man. Come on. You tripping, Chris. But, like, we had fun going We had fun going back and forth on it. But she trusted me enough to be like, all right, Justin, go do what you're going to do on the song and bring you back to it. Let me see what's what, 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 what. Uh-huh. So, you know, I went into my studio back in Dallas and just kind of, pieced it together, and I was excited to be like, all right, Chris, look, 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 look. And that girl mm-hmm. never amazes me. She writes mm-hmm. so fast. Like, mm-hmm. she wrote the joint. She wrote the joint in, like, ten, maybe five minutes. Wow. And I was like, yo, wow. are you kidding me? That's yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, wow. like, she, 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 she blows me away with her writing skill, man. Like, she's so, mm-hmm. I, I've done, I've sat with so many writers, and sometimes they just take, like, hours to mm-hmm. even, like, just produce something, man. But that girl right there, like, five minutes top, she got a whole joint. Yes, it. Wow. Yeah, wow. man. Yeah. She's super talented. Well, our question of the day is, uh, could you date someone who has trust issues? What are your thoughts? Whoo! Trust <laughs> issues. Um, you know what? I think I think I could. I think I could. Um, I think. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I think um, um, it'll have to take like a lot of patience. Yes. Um, yes. And 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 everything is filmed off of um, you know, something happening to them in the past. You know. Yeah. Uh, so just trying to take out the that time and really understand. Yeah, and just really mm-hmm. take out the time to understand where the problem rooted from, and be that knight in shining armor. To you know, save that person. But if it get out of hand, then you got to be like, all right, I got to go. Peace. At some point, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah right. man. So yeah, I think I think it can be done, man. It's it can be done. Faces yeah. in and true love, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, tell everybody where they can connect with you and keep up with all the wonderful things you're doing. Okay, yeah, man. Y'all can hit me up on uh, all my social media joints is uh, at Guitar Slayer twenty four. And uh, you can hit me up on uh, Uh We got some greatness about to hit y'all's way, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Wow. Wow. Jessica Guitar Slayer. Thank yes, you so much, man, for joining us tonight. And, you know, good luck on your tour and everything you have going on. You'll be doing big, bigger and better things, which you're already doing now. So keep doing your thing. Appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Thank y'all so much for having me, man. No doubt. You take care. All right, y'all be blessed. All right. And for more information about Justin Lyons, you can go to our Facebook page. There are links to all this stuff. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Steve and Night Show. I want to remind you that we're all over social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus. Instagram, and then our official website, stephenightshow.com. I want to remind you, we have switched some emails with our new website. So if you want to submit your music to our show, 
or show ideas, if you want to email us, email us at submissions at thestevenightshow.com, and we would love to hear from you. You know, if artists send your music, uh, one or two, you know, songs, your bio, a bunch of promotional pictures, to submissions at thestevenightshow.com. If you want to talk to us about advertising and that kind of thing, all that goes there. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate your support. You know, in our fifth season, our fifth season of five seasons, continue to um, to spread the word. Spread the word. You can find everything about us at our web shop, web shop, website, excuse me, thestevenightshow.com. You can also listen to uh, previous shows. You can... Um, look at our blog, some of the new things that we've done for our Christmas kindness. And then I told Joey about the interview I did um, regarding the show. And to find out more about our guests, a lot of times people, they forget about the show, they miss the show. Like tonight with Justin, a guitar slayer lion, uh, oh, I missed the show. But you can always go back because it's podcast. You can go back on our website and uh, pull up the show and, and learn more about the guests. We have their websites and their social media and everything, so definitely do that. I want to thank you all for joining us uh, this tonight, and um, like I said, continue to spread the word. You know, we're doing this for you. We continue to bring you the latest in entertainment news, sports fashion, movie reviews, our hot topics, question of the day. We appreciate your support with that in the question of the day. Uh, if you wonder if I'm stalling, I am stalling. We have a few minutes before we go, but... Um, I guess I could try to read some of your responses to the question of the day real quick. Question of the day is, let's see, a few minutes. Can you, could you date someone with trust issues? I'll read a few of them here. Um, been there, done that. Say, been there, done that, and will not do it again. All right. Um, Sean Holden said, yes, but it's hard. Tyrone Bell said, I'll be patient in the beginning, but eventually something has to give. If I haven't proven to you that I'm trustworthy at some point, I'll lose interest and move on to someone else. Been there, done that. All right. Uh, Jaron Barnes said, it's possible but complicated. Darvin Graham said, oh, no. Uh, the writer James Allen put, I wouldn't do it because it's very complicated and it's just be a friendship until the person can see my trust in action. Derek Venable said, no. Courtney Jamal said, uh, yes, I think it could be fun watching someone try to find something that ain't there. And um, many, many more. Go on our website to see the answers. But listen, I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. I hope you have a great week. We're back next week with a brand new show. God bless.